to the Bookish Besties, where we talk about books and occasionally their film adaptations. We are your co-hosts, Seher and Taya. We will be discussing The Program by Susan Young, and this is the seventh episode of our dystopian season. Just to let you know, this is not a spoiler-free podcast, and let's get into it now. Oh, yep, I'm doing a summary. <laughs> so, basically, the program takes place in this dystopian world where there's an epidemic among teenagers and minors where they get depression and then kill themselves and basically the program is this institution that in order to cure people from this epidemic they basically take people in and wipe their memory and then they kind of start like this new life so the main character her name is sloan is her name sloan yeah it's sloan yeah So basically, Sloane is this teenager and her brother was a victim to the pandemic and killed himself and so did and her her friend um a lot of her friends actually because like what's the statistics like one in three yeah one in three people get the disease basically they all get the disease one of her friends kills himself and two of her other best friends they both go through the program and then she gets to the program and then it's kind of just like her doing that stuff okay review time (laughs) okay you know i had moderately high hopes coming into this um actually looking back at the title names probably shouldn't have been that high because the titles in this series are The Program, The Treatment, which technically those are a duology. Those are like two books in a series. The other four yeah. really don't have that much relevance until unless the last one does, but that one isn't really part of the series. And there's The Remedy, The Epidemic, The Adjustment, The Complication. Like, are we really expecting these books to be that good? Um, so, okay, we don't know why these people tried to kill themselves. It's not really told in any way, except maybe like, oh, the, the antidepressants are making people more depressed, but it's not really addressed or like how at the end everything is just fine and everyone's like, woohoo, we're all good. Oh, is that in the treatment? Yeah, so, well, yeah, because... Okay, yeah, so Taya has read the program and the treatment. I've only read the program. Well, this kind of all still applies because, Mm -hmm. um, like, okay, sorry, I don't understand how, like, committing suicide has to do with an infection or how it was really shown that way because it's really not an accurate depiction of mental health. So I'm just like, really? Okay, the whole thing is based around all these teenagers, you know, committing suicide, and then it spreads into, like, adults later on. But I'm just like, really? Also, the main character, she's just kind of, eh, we'll get to her later. Yeah. All the characters are kind of, eh. They didn't have that much depth to them. I mean, I think they had depth. They just weren't that interesting. I also had high expectations going into the book because, I mean, it sounded like an interesting concept that the book is centered around. I mean, I finished the book. It was an okay read. I mean, it wasn't very memorable. I've kind of forgotten and I read it like two weeks ago. Yeah, I feel like in the book alone, not that much happened, to be honest. And also, one thing about the book is because we're following Sloane and for the like first like quarter or two of the book, she has her memories and stuff right and then it's like the second half of the book and she like the program took her memories away but we as the readers now know her past and everything so we're just like following around this clueless sloan that's like i don't remember anything while we just know what's going on so that's kind of weird 
I mean, it has worked in other cases. I can't really like pinpoint exactly what this book is lacking in the sense of that. I guess I haven't really quite thought of it that way because we knew her background, yes, and then she was out like doing stupid things. But when I think of a character that we know their past, but they don't know their past, typically I can like empathize with them. And I guess because, I mean, we'll talk about her character in a bit, but I got some bones to pick with Sloane because she's not a very good character. Yeah, I mean, kind of like with the Maze Runner and all the Gladers, how they don't have their memories. I mean, but the thing is, none of us really know their backstory until like the very last few books of the series, and at that point, like the trilogy is over, so it doesn't really matter. Yeah. Okay. If I'm gonna be honest, right, the plot of this, it was very generic. You know, it was just yeah, it felt pretty general. Like the like, exposition, the rising action, the climax, the fall, you know, all that jazz. So it just was like nothing really happened besides what happened. <laughs> like, there were no underlying themes or anything interesting going on. Just, oh no, I got sent to the program after, like, this really long introduction about all the memories I had. Of course she's gonna get her memories taken away because we had all that introduction of, like, her early memories, her core memories that really shaped her. Yeah, that was, like, a lot of explanation. So, like, yeah, of course. Yeah, like, we don't really need to know this, but then, oh, of course we do because she's not gonna remember it. Yeah, I mean, the only, like, plot twist I, like, remember was, like, realm, like, working for that. That wasn't really a plot twist. I mean, we didn't, I mean, I kind of expected that to happen because it's weird how he was acting with all the employees there, though. Like, if he's undercover the program, like, working with the patients there, but then he's, like, associating so much with Sloane and doing all these other things, and they're not even on the down low. He doesn't even try to be discreet about things, so it's, like, really weird realm yeah realm is like (laughs) no no yeah okay one thing i really dislike about realm is that he literally knows about sloan's memories he knows about her backstory and everything and then he just chooses to take advantage of her when she's clueless and doesn't know anything about herself and to like get with her and say like i love you and all that stuff with like you obviously know that she is in love with james that is something that is very clear like stay in your lane and it's just so weird how like realm and sloan just even became a thing was weird. Well, also because at the same point, she was getting her memories taken away, so she's obviously in a very vulnerable part in her life, and so- Yeah. The fact that he was like, let me just squeeze in here. And then also how he's like paired with patients who would be very hard to quote unquote cure. So there was one scene where he was with this other girl and he actually called her Sloane. She didn't act that special or like, ooh, I'm so different to justify Realm's feelings for her. Like she's not that special. She's not that different. Yeah, the thing is, Realm literally made the situation worse. (laughs) Because like, if it weren't for Realm being there with Sloane, she would never learn about her like past memories or she wouldn't have gotten the pill to get her whole memory back. I mean, Rome kind of helps much more in the treatment, but I get what you're saying. Also, apparently, like, the complication is about, like, Realm, so we all have to feel bad for this guy. Also, okay, James, he's also not a good character. I guess because, well, he's like your your typical typical YA love interest interest, who's like, I'll do anything for you, I'll keep you safe, and you're just, like, silently dry heaving in the corner. Like, I don't want to read this. (laughs) 
Another thing about Sloane is that she's so manipulative, okay? Like, with James, she's always like, I need you. I need you to be strong. You need to act normal. And it's just like, dude, he's his own person. Calm down. I know. I kind of felt bad for James because he has to take care of these other people and then... Because of her brother. Yeah, he was literally taking responsibility for Sloane and, and her other friend. I forgot his name. And then literally he became mentally unstable. I mean, because he had the illness, I guess. Oh, wasn't it? Okay, so her brother was named Brady. Like, the Brady Bunch. Yeah. That's a- oh my god, the theme song? Do you not know the Brady Bunch theme song? (laughs) No. I'll play it for you someday. Okay, yeah. This is, like, the most generic names. Besides, like, Sloane, there's this dude named Brady. There's James Murphy. That's, like, the most generic. Of course that's his name. I feel like Murphy is, like, one- It's always the the awful person in, like, any show or any book. <laughs> it's always the one that's- Wait, isn't that the name of that guy in the 100, James Murphy? John Murphy. That's close enough. <laughs> I'm just looking at Murphy to see what kind of people come up. Oh, does Murphy mean potato? It was a nickname for bad potatoes. Oh, so he's a bad apple, huh? He's a bad potato, Tata. Some Willy Wonka in the chocolate factory type. Bad potato. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. There's a Governor Phil Murphy. I don't know of what state that is. He's verified. Oh, of New Jersey. Wow. Wait, what were you looking up in the first place? Murphy characters. Um, There's a lot of characters named Murphy. I feel like this could be saved if any of the characters were good. And maybe they appeal to some people, but it's just those type of people. If they were like real people in real life, I would definitely like stay away from them. They just seem like typical YA characters. It's a typical like bad person. Let's skip school, guys, where we have random people that take us to the program. Okay, one thing that I find weird is literally the program, they cut out sports from school school but then they still have school going on and they cut out sports because of stress like bro <laughs> well, also the stress of just having the program it's just like the program was the problem and i'm like it wasn't because it was a problem before the program became a thing so i'm just kind of confused about that honestly yeah one thing that's like really sad for just like all the characters in general is that they all have to lie about how they're feeling and hide how they're feeling all the time So they can't like really like healthily express themselves and that's probably even worse for them to be affected by the epidemic. Yeah and also one thing along with like the characters if you so obviously the main thing is based around Sloane Mm -hmm. and then you have other characters like surrounding her which kind of like in the Maze Runner where it was just about Thomas and you had these other characters and it just kind of reminds me if none of the other characters I understand the main character is just kind of not very good but if the other characters are not particularly amazing either then it can really ruin a story like Maze Runner they're obviously good characters in that and that's what kind of like made it well and Thomas wasn't really that bad compared to Sloane to be honest and he had more depth and background but whatever but like for example the shrinking man the main character in that he's Mm -hmm. just such like an awful character the shrink it's basically this this dude that shrinks every day or so it's just you know you gotta have some redeeming qualities in at least one character or you want to care about what happens and i really just didn't and i think that's what was lacking yeah i mean like all the characters are just depressed yeah to have that as your main thing about oh let's have these depressed teenagers like yeah it's an interesting concept like whoever came up with it i feel like whoever 
came up with this like had this idea in their mind and then they put it on paper and it was one of those it would have been better if you kept it in your head. I feel like the fact that this is a YA novel in particular like makes the concept worse. Yeah it's not meant for adults it's it's almost romanticized the way that they just kind of beat around the bush around mental illness or like mental health. These people there's like this quote-unquote epidemic it's not contagious it's just it's the way that they kind of approach this. I'm thinking if you're really young and reading this I'm just worried that some kid's gonna get this like it's an infection I'm gonna catch it from someone you know it's just this isn't like a topic that should be shown in this way yeah because it's also like a pretty mature topic because it can be pretty triggering and also because it is kind of romanticized in this book I feel like because it's a YA novel and because of the usual themes there's love but it's young love it's first love of course these characters are like 17 18 like oh I'm just gonna be an adult yay yeah so I just feel like all these themes normal tropes in a like plus the concept of this book don't exactly like go hand in hand together okay obviously it's like similar to the maze runner as we said um identity because they have their memories wiped so they don't really understand who they are all that jazz mental health also as we were saying all these characters are depressed so obviously that version of them that we read is probably going to be a very different version of them than they'd normally be but then if you think about it right in like the earlier parts they weren't really that different so it wasn't like a stark difference between when they were depressed and weren't and since they kind of treat it as like oh you're infected you need to go to this program where they treat you it doesn't make any sense because there should be like more visible differences if you're gonna say it's an infection which it's invisible you can't see it you have to like there's no obvious testing for this anyway like how are they how are they determining this they literally just determine it if you're acting sad yeah like you can't cry you can't even like grieve over people and especially since this take one in three people how do you like even get through that if you're not like able to act on your emotions at all or else you put your own life in jeopardy also like her her parents like her mom Mom. I do not understand how she forgave her mom for sending her to the program. How is that possible? I would never speak to my mom again if she sent me here and like- Yeah, it's especially since how is that supposed to i mean like no i don't get it i mean i kind of get it you're literally wiping away your daughter's identity yeah and like you're just giving her this like new fake identity with like holes in them yeah then they added um what's the guy's name the pedo dude who like i feel like his name is morgan it starts with an m i don't know it's not morgan (laughs) uh yeah i don't know it's like okay wait let me google this program book pedo guy <laughs> elon musk wait what he's the <laughs> i got jury clears elon musk of defamation suit over pedo guy tweet okay i'm getting all elon musk i need to redo this um okay yeah i'm just finding a bunch of elon musk pedo guy stuff elon musk testifies that pedo guy tweet was meant to be an insult not a statement of fact i'm so confused okay you know what this is too much work we'll just call him pedo guy for now okay so yeah this (laughs) pedo guy right 
I feel like they only added him so that Realm can like, you know, break his arm. He's like the antagonist behind the program. They couldn't have the antagonist be, oh, it's just a program, it's faceless building. Let's make this pedo guy like coming around like assaulting people. Cause why not? Especially cause also in the program, in the first book, there's really no justice. He just kind of gets away with it and he does worse things than that. Oh dang, okay. Yeah, you find like he does really bad creepy things and I feel like they just added it because like, I don't know. Why, okay, if you're writing a book, why would you add just some random pedo guys? Oh no, I feel like that was kind of like a reason for Realm to just jump in. Oh, be like, I, I saved you, Sloane. And it's just like, bro. <laughs> the savior complex for me. Yeah, honestly, Realm kind of freaks me out. Okay, why do I picture him as like this this dude in his mid-20s that has nothing to do in his life besides like living this fake life with like young teenage girls and like pretending to fall in love with them? Yeah, I feel like, okay, this sounds like such a bad job. Yeah. Why would anyone want to work for the program when you have your whole life ahead of you, dude? Like, Realm won. I mean, he, I'm guessing he, he gets paid well. It's kind of like a dress later on and it's probably addressed in like the complication these titles oh. i can't i can't get over these titles i'm sorry they're, <laughs> they're so basic the program the treatment the complication the remedy the epidemic the adjustment i feel like it could have stopped after the second one <laughs> and we would have been fine i mean they are those two are connected but the rest of them are kind of different but yeah also i just feel like in this book i'm not sure if there's more context in the other books but there's like barely any context on the epidemic in the program are other there isn't in the treatment either oh are other countries like also affected by this epidemic okay why are all these books that are like set in america they just don't address like outside of america it's like america is the only country in the world with this epidemic like the maze runner i mean the maze runner also includes like mexico and like to the equator and like canada Alaska. Yeah, they explain that like the whole equator is burned, like everywhere is affected. Except for the last cities. True. And then what was it? Fahrenheit 451? That one didn't really address anywhere. They just, in the US, and all books are being burned. Yeah, it was just, it's America, guys. And then the program, it's America. And then like The Handmaid's Tale, which is coming next week, by the way. Yay. Um, <laughs> that one, it's not addressed in the book. It's just like Canada is our safe haven. Like we all just like picture Canada as this like amazing country above us. Canada. Da -da. Put some sparkles around it. Make it aesthetic. I know, but they don't mention, like, South America, <laughs> Africa, Europe, Asia, Australia at all. No, they never mention, like, okay, if they mention places, it's, like, it's never non-Western places. What does that mean? If they do mention, like, places outside of the U.S., it's, like, Canada or, like, Europe or something, right? Yeah. It's not, like, any other countries. Europe is not a country. <laughs> <laughs> Cut that out. <laughs> I'm in I'm in countries in Europe. Okay. Never mind. No. <laughs> that was I didn't mean it like that. I'm in countries in Europe. I can't get over this. Stop. Okay, I'm done. Um, yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Also like Antarctica. Isn't that a continent? I mean no one talks about Antarctica like ever. Unless you're in, like, the X-Files episode where they made the movie set in Antarctica. And then, like, I don't even remember how that went down. Okay. I mean, I don't know what you're talking about, but yeah. Also, like, one thing just, like, about dystopian novels and, like, the U.S. Why does the U.S., like, find a different way to mess up, like, every single time for there to be a new dystopian world? <laughs> Are we surprised? I mean, it, it makes sense. 
but like what are you doing because america always wants to be special you know it's like we got to do something different and instead they end up like torturing people and like oh let's try and help but then they actually do things worse i don't understand why these kids aren't homeschooled i don't think homeschooling is an option because they got to watch you like how do you how does homeschooling work how do you make friends how do you talk oh, to no, people look it up <laughs> google it <laughs> i don't i mean no but like actually like why can't instead of having people go to school like have like a security camera or something and then like homeschool you like during school hours or something oh no well real question right i mean this is set in america right they don't really do they mention specific cities no they just say like down in the east or something of the u.s that there's like isn't it back east back east something like that they say that because the east is always relevant yeah they just say there's like a group that's working against the program of course oh and then they're in oregon remember that's like how you know like you're a successful institution if there's people trying to work against you especially if they're back east <laughs> that's how it works in all these dystopian books there's like an evil institution and then there's like a group of people who are like no we don't like that basically because also remember they drive to oregon so they can't be very far so i'm guessing they they can't be on the east coast because that would be that's like really long to drive it would take you two days to drive across yeah it's not like they're in florida just hanging out also i feel like the weather isn't that good because remember they're like they're by lakes okay process of elimination i'm gonna go with wyoming no i'm kidding (laughs) not wyoming what if they're in they're probably in california because that's like a state right because they're driving to oregon i don't know i'm gonna we're gonna assume that it's in california because that's like the most place that makes sense yeah maybe all right do we have and so the country of europe (laughs) that theme section was a mess i don't even like (laughs) i mean you can claim like i'm not from europe so (laughs) No, I that was an accident. I'm not that dumb. No, I know what you meant. I meant countries in Europe. <laughs> no, Taya. Okay, any other themes that we can talk about now? Well, mental health, because no one's mentally healthy. No one's mentally stable, let's be honest here. It's just so weird how this whole thing is. Like, one in three people die, and I feel like the adults just do nothing. These adults always act like, oh, we're so much better than you. You're just like... You see, like, with Sloane's parents, they're very removed. They're just like, how's your day, honey? Like, that's it. Same with um James's dad. Like, he's low-key abusive, but then they just, like, cut over that. They're like, that's not important. We don't need to focus on that. It's just like, bro. Okay, his mom left him. Yeah. Right? At, a, at like, a train station. And then they just, like, cut over that. They're like, that's not important. It's fine. He's gonna forget it anyway. Yeah, and then all these people, all these kids have to suffer and then they go to the program. Like, bro, do better. Well, and James has, like, attachment issues. Also, okay, I know this is, once they get their memories wiped, what are the chances that Sloane and James get back together? I don't understand, especially with the rings. Like, that's so coincidental. I don't understand how that happens. Because it's, like, one thing that they were always scared to go to the program. So, like, why didn't they, like, leave a diary or something in a place where no one could find it? Exactly. I mean, she did hide the thing in her mattress but that was like very last minute but i mean like if you know that you have a chance at going to the program you don't want your memory wiped then you can like write in a diary and like put it somewhere where no one can find it and hopefully you find it one day how would you find it if no one else found it (laughs) because she didn't even find those without the pill that she took that got her memory yeah 
I mean, how would you found that? What if your parents got in on it? Like, I don't understand how these parents can send their kids to the program, then forget everything. Also because they said that her memories get jumbled up. So she doesn't remember her brother or she doesn't remember like her family that well. So how would you like deal with your kid coming back and being like, oh yeah, and trying to like repeat things, but them not coming out right because they haven't remembered it in the right order. And honestly, this sounds like such a bad idea because it sounds like it's so easy to like accidentally tell someone something that they weren't meant to know because their memory of that was erased or they like how are they erasing the wrong the right ones that's like a huge thing in this like oh are they doing it right yeah it's it's weird because like where's the technology in this huh it's confusing because like the therapist what they do is they give them a pill and then they during this time they like talk to the therapist and whatever they talked about those like pills like target that memory and then they take another pill which like erase that after the session which erases the memory and i'm like how are you able to like erase all their memories and how do you know what memories that you need to erase i mean that was kind of brought up like is that is this a valid thing or no and also like what if they just like lied about their memories what if what if you just like made up memories and they like tried to erase those and then you kept some memories or something on the flip side what if people came back and then they lied to you about your previous self like you know when they come back and you're not supposed to talk to like the returners or whatever what if you went near them and was like hey so you know you actually did this and this and you were actually an awful person but they really weren't like you're so vulnerable when you come out of that program you know nothing Oh god, I just thought of something bad. Like, what if there's someone that, like, is a memory dealer? That was the pedo guy. No, 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 no. I mean, like, let's say there's, like, some high schooler or some, like, adult outside the program, I mean. But then what they do is that, like, if you're from the program, they, like, keep tabs on your past. Oh, Piper. <laughs> this is why you don't have... Bro, okay. Okay, what I was gonna say, so what if what happened is, like, there's someone that deals memories, so they keep tabs on, like, people's past before they go to the program, and then you can, like, you can buy from them your memories? Like, does that make sense? Like, a memory dealer? <laughs> Would you become a memory dealer? Okay. Okay. What would you do? Alright, so, first question, the most important question, would you become a memory dealer? <laughs> You'd probably be flagged for that, like, a lot of flags. But what's the program supposed to do about it? Yeah, you could make money. I feel like that's the best way to go against the program. Yes, if everyone did that. Because if people did keep track of other people's memories and then they just told them to return it, like, that totally break the program. And, like, what are they gonna do? Like, take the memory of the whole, like, teenage population just for the epidemic to continue and, like, them go back to the program and stuff? It's such a weird method, like, taking people's memories away. That just, like, that's, like, one thing in your life you should be able to control, you know? Yeah, and also, like, for a very odd reason. If we think about the Maze Runner, right? Their memories were taken so that it'd be a clean slate for this, um, like, science experiment. So it was very experimental versus the program is very experimental, but they're just going with it. They're like, we have no background. We don't know if this is working. Yeah, it's just like, oh, well, maybe we can fix your mental health. Everyone's lying on the data, too. Like, if we're gonna talk about human error in these statistics, there's so much. Because, like, with death rates and then, like, oh are you happy to 
today? And everyone's like, yes, even though they're not. These are skewed data. And like, you should know there's a problem with your program or whatever if people literally have to lie about what they're doing. Like, And they don't want to go. They're like begging you not to go. Maybe there's a reason. Yeah, maybe you should consider there's people, why people are doing that. Yeah, and the fact that people are adapting the program now so it may become like a widespread thing. You're literally just going to make a bunch of robots through this, through taking their memories. And I feel like memories and like that kind of stuff is like one thing you should be able to have like control over. And I mean, if someone's going to take your memory, like you, you should at least consent to it. They didn't do that in Maze Runner. Why would you want to give up your memories? Nobody wants that. No, I mean, maybe if you're like, hey, this like is a very painful memory or something and I'd like better be better off like not remembering it. Like, I don't know. The fact that they just take all your memories away of everything that made you you. For the Maze Runner, it was like they took them away because they needed a clean slate. For this, they're trying to cure people, but they're like making it worse. I mean, they were trying to cure people in the Maze Runner and they did make it worse. And Yeah, but it's not like they were trying to cure these people that they were taking the memories of. Oh no, because they were already, they were like immune, so they didn't get that. Yeah, yeah, so, like, this will probably cause so many problems for these people that went to the program, like, when they're in their mid-twenties or something. Yeah, because this is a relatively new experiment and treatment. Yeah, just imagine the crisis you would be in not knowing yourself and your memories and the things that you've been through. Yeah, that wasn't touched on enough. Like, literally, Sloane was like, oh no, I can't remember things. And then her just, like, running off with James and like, but I love you even though it feels like I've known you. And it's just like, oh god. What if James had his memories and he knew that he never loved her? He didn't know this person. What if James was a complete stranger and she just ran off with him and trusted him randomly because she could, because she didn't remember and he lied about all of it? Yeah, I mean, that's kind of what Realm was kind of like. Yeah, but then also, like, I'm taking into account the treatment as well. One thing that I find so weird is, like, Realm saying, I love you. That's just in front of James. Seriously. I don't shift them or anything, but I'm like, bro, you do know they don't have their memory and stuff. And again, she's in a very vulnerable state. And you're just gonna act like that? Yeah. And the fact that at the end of this, like, entire series, Realm is pretty equal with the rest of the characters just tells you how, like, kind of crappy the rest of them are. can understand like what Realm did was like not okay, like come on chill, but if we compare it to the rest of the characters, I'm just like eh. The reasons for him doing what he does is a little bit different from everyone else. Okay, if you were Sloan, okay, just like in general, would you rebel against the program? Yeah. Yeah, I feel like I wouldn't do what Sloane did. She didn't do anything. I mean, like, <laughs> by, like, not listening to what the program is doing and, like, that kind of stuff, she's rebelling in that way. But, like, I'd actually try to, like, I don't know, make, like, a group of people or something or, like, an organization that can actually do something on the down low. Yeah, kind of like in the treatment. Yeah, yeah. But she just, like, kind of joined them and was like, hey, but then she didn't really help. Still, like, what she was doing was pretty reckless, and you knew at that point eventually she was going to be taken to the program for doing all that stuff. Yeah. Just the fact that they were all so close to turning 18 was sad. I know, they were so close to being free. But then again, also, you know how adults were, like, te- like 20s were going to get yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. the epidemic is probably, like, growing because adults... The only reason why the adults are okay with this is because the teenagers and children are doing this. If they started to require adults to go to these programs, there would be a huge uproar. But because of the fact that it's minors, they're like, no, 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 it's fine. It's fine. Yeah, there would be. Because minors, they, like, there's, like, censorship. Like, they don't have... A- 
boys. I mean, even in laws, like, minors have less laws. Exactly, and then especially because of the program, they're not able to really say anything or do anything, or else they get flagged and they literally get taken there. All right, so thank you for joining us on this episode of The Bookish Besties. We are your co-hosts, Seher and Taya. Be sure to join next week for The Handmaid's Tale. Yes, coming out on Wednesday. And make sure to leave a review on Spotify and Apple Podcasts for our podcast. (laughs) (laughs) That works. (laughs) And also, make sure to stay connected on our social medias on Instagram at thebookishbesties underscore and on TikTok at thebookishbesties. All right. Thanks for joining and tuning in. Have a good rest of your day. (laughs) Bye-bye.